My perfect date would be... It's my random thought of the day. My many random thoughts of the day. My perfect date would be the scene in Love Jones where um, Darius took Nina to the um that reggae concert and they had this red lighting and they was playing Sanchez in the background they was dancing and shit <laughs> that was so fucking cute it's cute for multiple reasons number one I'm West Indian this old school reggae this vibe yes okay come through vibes that's number one number two is niggas are just not creative with the dates at all. Like, I, oh, Jesus. Niggas getting on my nerves with these corny-ass dates. Like, um, let's go out to eat ice cream. I'm trying to think about other dates that I've been on. Like, movies, bowling. Like, nigga, if you don't Google... Something, if you don't go on Essence.com and find you an article about top 10 dates that you could take an awesome black woman, stop playing with me. Just annoying. But I go on your Instagram, you you be jet skiing and shit, going to fucking concerts with your boys and stuff. No, get creative with me. You ain't about to just be taking me out to eat um cheeseburgers and salads and Walking me to my car, talking about a first date, and they want me to pop pussy on the second. Fuck you. No. Eh. No. Niggas is just, men, y'all didn't understand. It's about quality, not quantity. So, and they had, okay, I took this bitch out on five dates. This is the fifth date. She should be busting it open by number six. All right, cool. Listen. You take me to a Sanchez concert and be um dancing with me and get, having some fun. We sweating the chick because we over this under this red light. You hit me with a Nina and Darius moment. I'm probably gonna bust it open. <laughs> now, I'm just saying, maybe I won't. I don't know because if the vibes is right, you done got creative. You done put some thought and effort and energy into this day. It's just worth. It's worth more. Then the fact that we've been to fucking be good and got these um these vegetarian burgers five times. I'm sorry. No. This it up. I can't. That's stupid. That's why Darius got the poom got the um got the got the poom poom on the first date. Because he got creative with it. He, she was feeling the vibes. Went to go spend a night, woke up breakfast in the morning with jeans, this ninety this nineties jeans sagging off the Ah! That movie? Jesus. I need to go find me a Darius Love Hall. Is that his name? I hope that's his name. Darius Love Hall. Love Hall. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little uh, under the weather. But, listen. That's, that, that's like my ideal date. I'm trying to think of another bomb-ass date. You know who be having the best dates, though? The woman... In these um these black ghettos uh these black ghetto books, like <laughs> it's always some shit. She falls in love with a drug dealer. First date, he pulled up on her in a ho- in a helicopter. 
in like a sprinter that turned into a helicopter and flew her out to France for the day and then they came back. Like they be having the lit ass dates. Shit. Them fucking them fucking book drug dealers, drug um kingpins be coming through with the creative dates. These niggas need to start reading them black fucking ghetto books, for real. Shit. But anyway, guys. Hi guys. This is Overthoughts with Ambrosia. Episode official episode number two. I'm so excited and I'm so happy. And thank you for everybody who's been tuning in and listening and posting and um fucking giving me five star ratings and shit. Y'all are fucking bomb. But we gotta keep it coming. So, you know, keep it flowing, send it to your friends, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um you know, we lit. I'm so happy. So, I am going through a, um, going through a weird little phase right now. It's not really a phase, but I just, this is like my, um, my get my shit together phase. And I'm trying to prepare myself to become my own personal version of Jada Pinkett Smith. Let me tell you why. I want to be wise as fuck. I want to be that 40-year-old auntie that just, you know, done been through some shit. You know she done done some shit. You know she's dropping gems every time you come and see her. She's still popping. So you kind of be wondering what she be doing on the low and y'all ain't at family dinners and shit. Because I'm definitely going to be doing shit. I'm definitely going to still be popping. I'm definitely going to be doing me. But I just need to be that wise-ass auntie that just is full of information. Like... My hair is so big. My weave is so long because it's full of secrets. It's full of ideas. Like, um, what's her name from, from Mean Girls? Her hair is so big because it's full of secrets. That needs to be me. I need to be able to just... I just want to have that, like, that power, that wisdom. Yo, Jada Pinkett Smith, she's, like, my, like, my spirit animal for my older self. Like, she's just... Everything... I just... I could literally... Sit there. If I could sit somewhere and listen to this woman talk, like I will, I can literally just be a, with her for twenty four hours and not say shit. I could just listen to her talk for hours, for days, for weeks. I'm still over there. She didn't fed me. I'm fine. I'm just still listening. I can't. I just love her so fucking much. I love her. I fucking love her. So what I'm trying to accomplish in these years is to learn and gather as much information and accomplish as many things as I possibly can, big and small, so that when I'm 40 or 45, 50 even, I'm going to be living my best life because I just, you just carry that, that, that wisdom, that light. Like, it's just, it's something different. It's something real different. So I decided... Number one, I'm going to write, I'm going to learn, I don't know why I said right. I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish. I want to be a bilingual hoe because my family's from Honduras and I don't speak a lick of Spanish. My mom don't speak a lick of Spanish. My aunts and uncles don't speak a lick of Spanish. I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish. Okay. I want to be bilingual and 
really know about my culture and where I came from, my my country's culture and history, and really just be in tune with that part of myself. That's, that's, you know, that's a a whole different conversation for me, but, you know, that's kind of like the bulk. I really want to learn how to speak Spanish. I also want to learn, I want to teach myself yoga. I want to learn how to do yoga. I need to be flexible as shit, okay? I want to be flexible, number one, because, you know, of course, health reasons, your body just, uh, and I'm going to be getting older. I don't want to be cracking and not being able to bend down. No, I need to be able to be like, auntie, bust that split, boop. On a split, what's up? Y'all young ones ain't, ain't touching me. No, I need to be that auntie, okay? I need to be flexible, you know. I need to. I need my body to just be at its full, you know, its full level of capacity. You know what I'm saying? Um. And then also, I'm going to be married one day. I need to be flexible for my husband. Shit. Y'all over here, listen. These niggas these days don't be, don't be deserving the flexibility, you know what I'm saying? They don't deserve it sometimes. But my husband, he gonna deserve all that shit. So he can fucking wrap me up in a pretzel. That's fine. He's my husband. He gets it all. Okay? So, yes, I want to learn how to do yoga. I also want to learn little stupid stuff. Like, not stupid. That was rude. I want to learn little stuff like like pottery. Like, have a little spinning class or something. I want to learn how to do that. I also want to accomplish everything on my whole bucket list. Okay? We're going to talk about um, my whole bucket list later. But um, I just really believe that every woman should have a whole bucket list. That's just me. I have one. I'm still adding to it. Um, Yes. I want to accomplish all of the things on my whole bucket list before I get married. Okay? So then when I do get married, well, actually, I'm going to save some for him too. You know? So we can... Whatever. But anyway, I need to do that. Um, I want to learn how to cook almost everything. I know how to cook um, the basics. I know how to cook for the most part. But just certain things that, um, cooking-wise, that make me feel uncomfortable to cook. Um, Oxtails. um, A big-ass turkey. How the fuck do I know that the inside is really fucking cooked? Okay? Because it looks all brown and tender and juicy on the outside. You split that bitch in the middle. And it's, it's, it's a... No. No, I'm not eating this. I don't I don't want that. I want people to come to my house and know I'm about to throw some shit down. Like, ooh, she's not having dinner tonight. Like, I want to have the best dinner parties when I'm 40, 45. The best bomb-ass dinner parties for my bitches, for my man, for my family. And they just know, ooh, we going to auntie's house. It's about to be lit. Ooh, I want them to be excited about that. Okay? Um, I also, what else do I want to learn? Um, so I also want to be, well, I'm actually random. Well, it's not really random because it's a part of my uh, list, but I also am in the process right now. Secret, secret. I haven't really told anybody besides my best friends. Um, I'm in the process of becoming a doula or certified doula right now. I'm not going to, it's not going to be like my full time thing, but you know how Erica Badu, she's like a. Everybody who's a doula and she has certain clients for her friends and family. She doesn't do it, obviously, because she's doing so much other awesome things. And she's living her fucking life, you know, taking care of her children and whatnot. And being fucking Erica and being awesome. But I want to just have the ability to just... I want to know everything there is there needs, there is to know about 
women in regards to pregnancy, women in regards to childbirth. I have this really, really, really weird obsession with women in this space, in this capacity of becoming, trying to become um, a mother, you know? So I want to be like a birthing professional, if that makes sense. I don't know if I want to go to school for nursing and all that shit, like on some midwife shit, but like spiritually, I want to be like, the fucking doula master. Like, everybody in the village, they come to me. You know what I mean? In my little baby village that I have, that I'm gonna, you know? They're gonna come to me. Like, yes. Yes. So, yeah, that's my plan. I'm gonna be adding more to my list, but those are just some, um, just some ideas of what I've been thinking. I just really wanna be, like, that bitch when I'm, like, 40, 45. Like, that auntie. Like, that woman. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. I can't wait. I really can't. So, I am, guys, I'm on a nigga diet right now. I feel like women should have their whole season every year, um, however many seasons you'd like, however long those seasons are, is up to you. Um, And when those seasons are, it's totally up to you. However, we should also be going on nigga cleanses from time to time. We need a nigga detox. A nigga detox consists of not only just abstaining from dick appointments and um, dates and um, meaningless time wasted by niggas. It, it, it's, it's, it's a little bit more than that. I'm the type of person that when I'm single, I just always like to have a nigga in my phone. Now, I'm not thirsty by any means whatsoever. I don't really give a fuck if I'm dealing with somebody or not. Like, it doesn't necessarily affect me if I'm specifically not dealing with somebody, whatever the case is. But I like to have a, an, a, an on-call nigga list. I like to be able to get text messages, morning texts from somebody who I'm interested in. Not no nobody that I'm trying to get off of my line. But like I just like my line to be booming a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I I don't it's kind of weird like I feel like that like when I I don't know it's mm, I can't really describe it what I'm trying to say but I just feel like and I feel like maybe a lot of women are like this like we always feel like we have to kind of be having some type of conversation with somebody we could be single not really have to I don't want to keep using that word because I don't have to do anything with these niggas but I'm saying I prefer if I'm single and you know although I'm single and I'm focusing on me I like the idea of my line being a little bit booming for the time being okay A nigga detox means that your line is not booming right now. And if it is booming, it's being ignored. It's being do not disturbed. It's being sleep. It's being the fucking moon emoji. No, the half moon emoji. I just, I need a break. You don't need to be texting, sitting on the phone, talking to no niggas. Unless he's one of your boys, you know, one of the homies, that's cool. But a nigga cleanse, I don't need nobody hitting my line. Okay? Don't slide in, a nigga cleanse, you ain't sliding into nobody's DMs and you are ignoring the DMs that are slid into yours. Okay? 
Nigga cleanse, you're not making dick appointments. You don't care about dick appointments. You're not drunk texting nobody. Nobody has space to come in and disappoint you in any any way, shape, or form. It's not fucking happening, okay? Nothing's happening. Just niggas, the male presence is just on you, is just around you very, very, very minimally. Is that a word? I'm sorry. Anyway, it's a, it's on it's on a very small level. I don't know. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I can't. I want to talk about my nigga cleanse, my nigga diet a little bit more in in detail, but basically I'm just on a nigga cleanse. I'm on a nigga diet. I'm single right now and the guys that I'm like, I don't even want to say talking to because I don't really consider myself talking to anybody. Like, I have people, my, my line's booming a little bit, but I just, when when I feel like I'm, I'm going to like let somebody like take up a little bit of my time, they always doing some stupid shit and they just don't deserve my time or my energy. So it's just like, I'll, I'll call you when I'd like an appointment. I'll call you if I want somebody to keep me company, um, you know, like, no. I'm just, like, over it. So I just feel like we need, like, these little... We need to just, like... I feel like you really just need to, like, detoxify yourself of all this, like, fuck shit. Of just all of, like, the men spirit. The men... That man energy. This nigga energy. Just... You have to you have to cleanse yourself of it. Too much nigga energy really, really causes some some health effects. I'm, 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 I'm pretty certain. I'm sorry. I'm almost positive that they cause... They cause, like, health health issues. Too much nigga energy around you causes health issues. I'm not a doctor. Don't listen to me. I don't want y'all to come over here listening to me. I'm just saying. I just be talking. I'm, I just really just feel like it's just too much. Men really, really gross me out. Unless dick is involved. Like, ugh. I I just always wonder why I'm not a lesbian. I said that on my other on um the last episode. I really just don't know why how I'm not a lesbian. How? I'm just so obsessed with women. And niggas just like, ugh, they irritate me. But unfortunately I'm not. And I don't mean to, you know, disregard the things that um lesbians go through, bisexual women go through, because I'm sure. I'm absolutely positive y'all go through some fuck shit. And I'm sorry about that. But I just really just... Ugh. Mm-mm. Men get on my nerves. On my nerves, y'all. But in any event... So let me tell you guys about this racist shit. So I was in Miami um, last weekend. And I went with... It was three... It was three of my cousins and I. We go down there... And for my cousin's birthday, shout out to Deeks. Happy birthday, baby. Um, we, we go, and we're about to go um, get some, some food. And we call an Uber. We get to the Uber. We're inside the Uber. It's a, he appears to be a white man, but he has an accent. So I don't really know um, what his nationality was I don't I don't know I can't really remember what 
his accent was, but I knew that he wasn't just like a white, you know what I mean? Like he was something. So we're in the car and we're, you know, hello, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. You know, small talk, you know, Uber, small talk. And he is, I'm, I'm kind of watching him and he's like looking at us, like almost like amused, like, one of us had my cousin had to sit in the front seat so while she's talking he's like you know how like you're looking at somebody like you want to laugh or like you're laughing at them in your head like you're amused at what they're saying he's doing that to the point where he's not even like paying attention to the road when we first get in there I had no idea why but it automatically made me uncomfortable and I automatically knew it was about to be some fuck shit so we're driving and we're just like chatting you know with each other like you know whatever small talk and this man says I have I have some music for you guys. I have the perfect music that black people love. What? What? What did you What did you just say? What What did he say? What did he say? Did you just say music that black people love? Yes, I have the perfect music. Black people love this music. Bitch, when I tell you I to turn green like Shrek, like the fucking Hulk, wh- I'm at a loss for words at this point. He proceeds to play his black person playlist. The first song on there was Michael Jackson. I don't really remember specifically what song. And my leg was shaking. Not in a good way. My eyebrows were extremely arched. My jaw was extremely clenched. And I'm just looking at everybody. Everybody's looking at me. We're all kind of at a loss for words. Now, these bitches are like, oh, okay, wow. This is what he's on, you know. All right. You know what? Whatever. They just, you know, they're... I, on the other hand, and not with the shits. And yes, everybody in the car was offended, but I was offended on a different level, okay? So now they're looking at me, laughing like, bitch, if you don't calm down. And I'm looking at these bitches like, are we not about to jump this man? I just, I don't, I don't understand. So I say to him, this is your black person playlist, correct? He looks in the very mirror at me and says, yes, it is. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. The next song comes on. The next song, number two, was This is how we do it. And you're not going to play the Monta. Oh, okay. All right. He's going to keep going with this shit. He's going to keep doing this. We're not going to fuck him up. Are y'all bitches not as angry as me? I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed at this point. Okay. The Uber drive is about 25 minutes long. Okay. We're probably about six minutes in because we're about two songs in at this point. I'm furious for multiple reasons. I'm furious, number one, because how the fuck dare you, okay? And the fact that you were so openly racist, um, you know, and openly ignorant in a setting where you should probably be professional considering this is how you make your money, like this is your job, okay? You're an Uber driver, this is one of your many hats or the only hat that you wear, okay, bitch? That means that socially, you're even fucking worse. That means that when you're with your fucking comrades, you're even fucking worse, sir. Okay? And my second reason for being furious 
was because <laughs> a couple of the songs on the list, I was pissed because I fucking wanted to. I, 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 I fucking, I love the songs. Okay, there was two songs that I said, "Oh, this is my shit, fuck!" I ain't about to give this nigga the benefit of the doubt and start jamming and singing to this shit. You ain't about to catch me snapping no fingers. No, I think he played. Um, he played. Um, what the fuck did he play? He played "Your Love Is My Love" by Whitney. Ooh, that that song is a personal song for me, and I almost wanted to close my eyes and do like a little. Mm, you know how you sway back and forth. I wanted to sway. I'm not gonna fucking sway. I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction. Of thinking that you know my style and preferences of music because I'm fucking black. Oh, I was so mad. So I say to him, do you have a, do you have a white person playlist? The not a nigga want to act confused like you don't know what I'm saying. What? What? What are you talking about? What? 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 Just, just, just listen to the music. Just, just, it's okay. Just listen to the music. Waving his hand, trying to shush me off. Bitch, you going to shush me? You, you, uh, okay. He's fucking lucky. He's fucking lucky that the times we're in right now, I don't even feel comfortable coming upside your head, okay? I'm down south already. I don't really know. I, you know what? And everybody's just like, you know what? Just leave it alone. We're going to report this nigga. We're going to get, you know what? Just just, just drop it. Let's just get to where we're going because I just, mm. And I really, really, really had to bring myself down a few notches not to really come upside his motherfucking head and kill us all because he was going to lose control of the steering wheel. I had to really, really, really mentally get to a place of peace because I was going to fucking kill this fool. Ugh, what a fucking dick. I was so mad. No Scrubs by TLC was on his fucking black person playlist. That's corny and that's stupid. Where's your white person playlist? What the fuck's on that? Do you have like an, like a, 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 a playlist for every other Culture and, and, and culture and, and society group, bitch. What the fuck? I was just so irritated. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I'm the customer service queen, bitch. I got right up on that Uber app and wrote me a motherfucking Harry Potter book and got every single one of my twenty three um of our twenty three dollars coins back. Okay, I wrote me a book. Because this is just unfucking acceptable. So fucking annoyed. But anyway, yes, like I mentioned, I was in Miami. You know, I really kind of felt like I didn't want to go because I ha- I feel like we have this weird stigma that, is that the word I'm looking for? Yes, I think so. We have this weird thing where we have, we put these pressure, we put these pressures on ourselves and, you know, pressure is put on us in some instances where we feel like we're not able, you know, if you don't work to this amount, like this extent, you shouldn't, you don't deserve a break. You don't deserve a vacation. You don't deserve to buy yourself something nice if you're not at a certain level. And yes, having that mentality, you know, work hard, play hard, you know, of course. However, to each his fucking own. And if you feel like you need a break... If you feel like you deserve something, if you feel like, you know, you you want to do something for you, I feel like we should be more free to do that. And let you, let just measure that on your own. Don't make, let anybody make you feel like you, you know, why are you going to this? And why are you doing this? And why did you buy that? Because you know what? I feel like I can do it and I can make my money back. In my memories, I can't. 
So let me make my memories. Let me do my thing. I feel like people sometimes take advantage of that. And it's a little bit too much play. But like I said, to each his own. It's your fucking life. So I had a list of things I wanted to accomplish. Like, you know what? Let me make sure I do this, 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 and this. And then maybe I'll go. All right, cool. So I ended up going. Sorry, guys. I'm having some technical difficulties. Wow, this is crazy. So I end up going to Miami. And I was really grateful that it wasn't like a King of Diamonds Monday kind of trip. It was more of like a relaxation. You know, we definitely did turn up. but And I did want to go to KODs, but whatever. Um... We didn't end up, it wasn't that type of, you know how like certain cities you go to and it's like you have to turn up in a certain way and it has to be crazy. I feel like Miami, like you can't go to Miami without going crazy. You got to get a a fucking bumblebee yellow foreign. You know, it's just a lot. It wasn't that for us. We had a beautiful hotel, really nice, right near the strip. We had a, a really, a lot of fun. Okay. Um, it was great. Great little girls trip, little family trip. Um, very relaxing, slept in, went to the beach, did a few things. Um, the highlight of the trip for me was the fact that I was phoneless for about 75% of the trip. My stupid ass goes jet skiing against my will because I don't do water. Um, I'm definitely afraid of water anywhere, coming up anywhere above my belly button. I can't do it. But I went jet skiing. My cousin... My cousin had a, uh, we had a, like a clear little fanny pack and she says, oh, I'm just going to put my phone in here. And I said, well, I don't really want to leave it on a piece. So just, just put it in there with yours. Long story short, she puts both of our cellular devices in this fucking clear fanny pack and her phone is perfectly fine. Mine gets water damaged. Okay. That's that Apple shit that I just can't fuck with. Okay. Yes. I'm a little bit behind. I have a seven, but you know. It's supposed to be water resistant. It wasn't submerged in water. Why the fuck did I have damage? But whatever. So it gets water damaged, and now I'm phoneless for the whole trip. And I remember being, I was pissed. I was so upset. I was so heartbroken. I felt like I was going to have anxiety. And then it hit me that I am on vacation. I don't need my phone. And I feel like I was more mad that I couldn't snap my delicious meals. And then I couldn't snap my bathing suits and my outfits and the palm trees and shit. And I just realized that with this trip and being fucking phoneless, it was literally so fucking eye-opening. I was forced to take in my surroundings more, you know, and just kind of be like, it was just really, really dope. And I was, there was literally points where I'm like watching the people around me. Like these bitches been on their phone, been in this phone for 20 minutes, ain't look up yet. I said, I wonder if do I look like this when I'm walking around? Just everybody just seeing the top of my motherfucking, my weed, the top of my leave out, the top of my braids, because my head is just always down in the fucking phone. The society we live in is crazy. And I just felt very 1997 mommy when I was, when I was down there. Because my mother back in the day, she didn't, she wasn't texting and on Instagram. She was living her best fucking ratchet ass freak Nick social life when she was down with, with, um, back in the days. And bitch, when I tell y'all I was completely phoneless, my flight was different. Going back home was different than anybody else's. Why I have a piece of receipt paper with all my flight information written in brown eyeliner? Come on, come on, ninety seven. I felt like ninety seven, mommy. It was so cute. I took out my little piece of paper like, hmm, I'm on flight number one, two, three. My little um eyeliner with all my shit on it. 
I told my home my homie who was coming to pick me up, I'm gonna be at this location at this time, pulled right up, right on time. And I had to make at no. Now, of course we need our phones, you know, this is the time we live in, you know, we got children, we got jobs and shit, but just like vacations and stuff, like we just be too concerned with social media and like just whatever it is that you're doing on your fucking phone. We're not even taking in these things. We're not taking in these memories. We're not taking in these surroundings, the atmosphere. Like, no. I just had so much fun. My little plane ride was mad cute and peaceful. I bought me a Cosmo, and I bought me um, a Cosmo magazine and a Essence, and I was living my best life. I had a great time. I was just, I feel like I was in a better mood. I didn't feel this weird fucking ugh, cellular device pressure. You know what I mean? Ugh. Yes. But I go for it, y'all. I went to my house, got my little package, FedEx to drop my shit off. I said, thank you. <laughs> I got my phone back. No, so, but, you know, I really did have a lot of fun without my phone. And I definitely need to be taking more advantage of my do not disturb, you know, just, uh, just being around, just being present. That's what it definitely taught me being phoneless. You need to learn, we need to learn how to be present and not just, you know, just scrolling down your timeline. That's how we feel present. Knowing what's new on the shade room, knowing what's new, not feeling like you missed anything. No, you're missing what's in front of you. We got to stop these phones. It's only going to get worse. But whatever. So, y'all, it has been a great, great episode. Please, 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 if you guys have any. I want to start doing, like, listener letters. So, obvi- of course, it's going to remain absolutely confidential. But I want you guys to start telling me some shit. Ask me some questions. You guys want my opinion about some shit? Email me. Overthoughtspodcast at gmail.com If you have any comments, questions, concerns, you guys want, you guys want a little opinion about something you guys have some shit going on that you really want me to help you digest and overthink you know hit me up this is ambrosia signing the fuck out love y'all see y'all next week bye you know i was thinking about the other day i was thinking about some random Okay.